Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome to another episode of Busy Babes with Hannah and Sid. This is what dreams are made of. Oh my God, that was so pitchy. It was so bad. <laughs> this is why we use the quality mics for that. That was. <laughs> I should have. This is what dreams are made of. It was. It sounds much better when I do it away from the mic. <laughs> as great as on cameras that everyone can see my side eye mouth <laughs> agape <laughs> when you you're started like, doing like, that mm, mm, i was mm. like is this how she's doing the open eye <laughs> first time on video and i think probably could see how absolutely red i'm turning mm, yeah it's just really unnatural <laughs> <laughs> wow oh my god welcome Welcome back from a long hiatus. Welcome back. When was the last time that you and I, you know, got together? Uh, was it, it had to have been pre-can for me. Yeah. That was a while. That's almost a month I ago. I think it was May. And what month are we in July? Okay, so it's July. No, we had to connect in June. No. No? No. Mm. We didn't because um, it was just crazy. But it was not only crazy yeah. for you, it was crazy for me. I think crazier for you, but we had a lot going on, so we were just like, skip it. We did, and you had a wedding that you were attending, and you were in. Yes, yeah. So I have, I actually have not, I think we talked about this before, I have not been like a part of a wedding like as like a bridesmaid, so I don't know what the chaos is like. Like I just know that it's like kind of oh, yeah. nutty, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm sure like that was so overwhelming that I just can't imagine. I love it. Like, I love wedding week. And I, especially this time around because you do all the things. You get your nails done. You get a spray tan. I com- like. I feel like I completely changed my look for this wedding. You did. Which was really exciting. Um, so that's fun. But I think the most chaotic part about it is just the day of. Yeah. You know, because you're just like, there's such a strict itinerary. And you think you have eight hours, which you do, mm-hmm. to get ready. And then it goes by like like that. And you're like, oh. 
Picture time. <laughs> you've also been a bride. So you've gone through like A, B, C, D, E, F, G of like everything that needs to be done, like leading up to in the day of a wedding to where I'm like, yeah, like wedding week. Is it kind of similar to prom? Like I don't like, you know, I don't understand like the you have eight hours to get ready and then all of a sudden you're ready. I'm like, usually I just like show up as a guest. Like <laughs> I know I haven't attended a wedding as a guest in what? I I've been in a lot of weddings recently, mm. and I can't remember the last time I just attended just to attend. That's the only way I've attended. Which is so fun in its own way, you yes. know, because you're just showing up and you're experiencing, like, the performance of it all, because mm-hmm. it really is a performance. And what I realized about myself, and I've realized this over the last few weddings I've been a part of, is I have such bad anxiety when not that not that <laughs> not as the bride okay okay as the bridesmaid and I think it's because it feels like a performance in a way Hannah acted her wedding <laughs> I'm like none of it was real <laughs> Simon no I like you I I don't even know how to describe it it's like a production. It like, is a production. You like want to be perfect. I think I'm going to get super vulnerable about this, but like literally my biggest fear is what if I pass out or throw up? That's during, yeah. you know, my friend's wedding. I, so, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm about to get into this, but literally I have to explain to you the scenario of like how I cope with my anxiety during these moments. Uh oh. It's not that weird, but maybe it is weird. Okay. Because I I get to the point where I'm like I'm feeling a little passy outy, mm-hmm. you know, and I I don't know if it's because of the heat um, or it's just overwhelming. I think there's just a lot of factors playing into it. So, anyways, <laughs> so I'm I'm standing up there. This is the the most recent wedding I was in. Mm-hmm. I'm standing up there. I have my bouquet, and I'm just like seeing stars a little bit. Oh no. I'm also like sobbing because it's such a beautiful like exchange between my friend and her now husband. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> How do I play mind games to distract myself from literally passing She's playing out? mental Tetris. Mental Tetris. <laughs> I'm like and tic tac toe. <laughs> Against yourself. Left versus right side of the brain. <laughs> like <laughs> I have a piece of paper and pencil and I'm just like it's in the bouquet. <laughs> Like, hey. What is this girl doing? Exactly. No, I, so my first thing I do is I look around, like mm-hmm. I look around, especially if the wedding's outside, there's a lot to see. So I look at my surroundings and I think about what I'm seeing or I'll think about, um, the weather. I'm like, oh, there's wind, you know, I'm feeling cool. Like I'm not going to pass out, whatever. Nice. If that doesn't work, I go to round two. <laughs> Which happened this time. (laughs) Oh, no. Which is, what can I fidget with and distract myself with, you know, for the remainder (laughs) of this ceremony? And usually that's the bouquet. So my bouquet had, like, some, like, hole in the stem. Uh, No, it's not that weird. And so I was... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So I was just, like, trying to break open the hole, basically. Because it was, never mind. I don't. No, continue. I was going to say, it was a tight hole. <laughs> She's unraveling her bouquet and violating it. 
And so I asked Simon, who was in the audience, I was like, could you see me fidgeting with the bottom stems of my bouquet? And he was like, oh, no. So I'm like, okay, well, at least it looks freaking normal. Uh, yeah, Jed. Okay, well, so I will say, so if and when I get married, I will get you a fidget spinner. <laughs> Stop, imagine. <laughs> a silent fidget spinner. <laughs> like throwing it. But I get that. I do. Yeah. I relate to that feeling because I have that anxiety, but with cell phones, I'm like, mm-hmm. I need my phone off. Anybody that I'm with needs their phones off. I will not be that people. And I check my alarms because I'm like, did I accidentally at some point today set a 20 minute alarm? So it's going off during their vows. Like, you know, so I have yes. to turn it off yeah. and then check it to make sure it's off. But before I turn it off, I go through all my alarms and make sure I have nothing that could possibly ring during the like the the performance during the ceremony but it's like if I'm with Parker I'm like turn your phone off I've definitely been in a wedding where I've heard a phone go off though and it's always like you know everybody's just like (laughs) (laughs) that of silence I mean I've thankfully I don't think I've been to a wedding where someone's phone has gone off but I don't know why that's like because that's the only thing that it's like out of my my personal control at that point Mm -hmm. like if I'm sitting I'm not gonna pass out like I'm fine like it's just like hot or uncomfortable if it's like in the sun or something but no actually I just remembered a story that Parker had told me. So his one of his cousins was a part of a wedding, but it yeah. was out in like 115 degree heat and they were in suits. It's the worst. Uh-huh. And he was like, the cousin was like 13 or something, literally walked away from standing at the altar because he was like in the wedding, threw up and like passed out. No, no, Sydney, like, because this is my, this is what I'm talking about. But he had heat anxiety. stroke. Yes, because of that. Uh, yes but I, I yeah okay but he was in like he was like a 13 year old kid I I don't know the exact age but like and in a suit in like just straight heat like it would take mm. a lot like it would take you a lot like maybe if you were like locking your knees and then like the blood flow didn't get there and like you just like passed out backwards it, but it does depend to like how long the ceremony is so I'm all about short ceremonies so my friends was 20 minutes which I think is perfect um, yeah, I have been in long ceremonies before where it's been like an hour in the beating sun and that, it's long. just like, it's just diff- it, You feel that, you know, that passiality. I couldn't. Feels and vibes. I'm like, can yeah. someone bring up a chair? If chair, uh, chair. Yeah. yeah. One time I was in a wedding and I leaned over to the girl next to me and she, and I was like, I'm gonna pass out. And I didn't obviously. But. I think they should have chairs like these to where like you can like kind of lean on it or like a yeah. stool or something to where you can like kind of sit there but also be standing and it looks nice in photos, you know, so it's mm-hmm. not like the height difference is crazy. That'd be ideal. But also how do the bride and groom stand up there for so long? Um, You're just so in it. But I will say I had anxiety during my own wedding too. But that, that and that was the worst because again, back to the performance yeah. feeling, I... It, it, there's something about like a bunch of people from different points of your life all gathering in one place. You're just, it's a feeling that you only have, I think, at your wedding. You're, you're just like overwhelmed by it in like the good, in a good way and a bad way. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so freaking emotional. So you're just like, <laughs> you know, you know, when you're a kid and you're like trying to, you're like super worked up about something and you're trying to explain it to your parents. Like, yeah. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> Yes. It's like that feeling as you're standing up there, you know, with your spouse. Yeah. Well, it's also an intimate moment shared with like everyone. It's so intimate. I like, 
for some reason, like I totally relate to like the having all of your friends from like a close, like different points in your life, like being all together in the same room, because oddly enough, I actually had that feeling this weekend. Oh, yes. Because. Do tell. Of course. So this weekend, um, we actually, Hannah and I, like, well, Parker and I, because it was our birthdays, we were celebrating our birthdays at a winery in Temecula. And I had, like, my parents, like, my, basically, like, two other sets of what would be, like, second parents. Like, they're, like, our closest, like, adult friends that we have. And then all of my friends that were, like, literally, like, exactly, like, different points in my life. Like, Katie from, like, middle school up. Like, Tiff from college. You. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, and then we also had, like, um some other friends of Parker's that had come into, like, my life at, like, different points. And then Parker, obviously. And I'm, like, I'm not forgetting anybody, I don't think. Well, my brother and his girlfriend. But, like, they've been around. So, it just felt like everyone from every important stage of my life minus a few people here and there were all in one room so it was like on a small scale like exactly what you're talking about Mm -hmm. just so different but it worked so well so I was like oh this is like very soothing yeah I feel like those particular situations can go one way or another yeah don't it's kind of like a toss of the dice like you don't really know like this could either be really awkward or it could be really fun. And in your case, it was really fun. Like I Thank love, God. You also have really great people in your life. Like, you have really great friends. And I love your family. No. I went up to your mom, and I was, like, in my tipsy state. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love you, Liz. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Why do I wish I had a GoPro on you the whole night? Like, <laughs> just review like, the footage. Where is she going? She's <laughs> just, like, making her moves and saying weird things to just different people like <laughs> who are you talking to now i don't know don't are know. they with you no <laughs> don't know that's so funny but i i will say i do have like amazing people in my life like it was a really really good time i was like wow that was like we should do this more often type thing you know which oh, is yeah. great it was really nice um but not to divert too far i did want to talk about just careers lately because Oddly enough, I feel like in the last month and a half or however long it's been since we've podcasted, so much has happened like I would say for you, for me and in my surrounding life and like involving careers. And I was thinking this morning, I'm like, we've talked about like our career and like what we want for it, but we haven't really talked about like the fluidity of interest in what you do and how your career can kind of shape who you are and who you're around. And I don't know, I just thought that was like so fascinating because I've seen people have jobs that they were like so interested in and then have it turn out to be such the opposite of what they had wanted Mm -hmm. and how that impacts like their daily life and their daily mood and like the things that they're interested in. I just, you know, wanted to know like your thoughts on like how career has impacted you from like your time at different places to now because like you don't really think about it until someone like asks it, I guess. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I think um, I think something that I've struggled with is, you know, you study one thing in college and you're like, this is what I'm going to do. And if I don't do this, then I must have done something wrong along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've struggled with that thought. And it's not because I'm like doing anything super different than what I studied in college. Obviously, like we're working in media and that's super cool. But um I keep, there's always that like thought in the back of my mind, like, like the, what if you did this, Mm -hmm. would you be happier? I think there's always this, uh, feeling of like chasing happiness and chasing fulfillment 
or thinking that's what's going to bring me fulfillment and that's what's going to bring me happiness. Yeah. And it's always, I feel like the most dangerous place to be is living in the what ifs. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of looking at the here and now and like how you got to where you're at now and how you can make the most of it. Yeah. Um, So I've been really trying to change my thought process with that and kind of like diving into the good that's come out of the position that I've in and the opportunities that I've been given and how I can morph this going forward in life. Um, I think that answered your sort of answered your question. I was like, no, on a tangent. You're, no, you're totally fine. But I, I mean, I was just thinking like recently someone had mentioned to me, they're like, Hey, well, while you're young, you know, like, and you're trying out different jobs and you're trying out different fields and interests mm-hmm. and exploring different areas of your career. They're like, well, you're going to find out what you don't like really quickly and I was like huh like you know you don't think about it like that like you dive into something like whether it's just a helping hand a project a passion project like hobby whatever it is it's like you do know really quickly whether or not you like it that's true and in in college I was like thinking like when I was studying journalism Mm -hmm. and that was the path I was going to take I'm like I don't think I like this but I feel like I should do this because I don't know it just it I don't know. It's like confusing, I think. It's yeah. Like especially in your early 20s as you're trying to make your way in life. Um, but yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with like trying things and then not liking it and then doing something different. Yeah. You know, and no, I feel like I totally you've get that. really experienced that in the last year or two. Three. Three years. I will say there hasn't I there hasn't been something that I've been like, wow, I really immediately like don't like this. Like there's you know, there's obviously different parts of yeah. like a job or a career that you have that it's like, oh well I enjoy this, but this is my least favorite, or oh I'm liking this or I'm not liking this. That's just kind of like the natural ebb and flow. But I was like thinking about this recently. I was like, wow, how lucky am I to have been in my career? Because there's different jobs, odds and ends that I've mm-hmm. had like pre iHeart that I'm like, nah, wasn't my favorite. I wouldn't, I wouldn't prefer to do that again, but it's like, I've been so lucky to be in my like career and actually enjoyed like majority of the aspects of the, of the job itself in every position I've held. Yeah. So, and I, and I want to say this, it's something that just like I really admire about you is, um, when you're interested in something, I always like, been so in awe of like how you go after it thank you and how like in tune you are with your intuition about like things that you should be doing or want to do um I feel like that's a gift that is really hard to learn I feel like you just naturally have it um because you're you're a natural achiever oh you are and I think it's brought you a lot of good in your career and I think that's how you've been able to advance so quickly and I think it's a good lesson to people just like working hard because you're such a hard worker. Um, hard work really pays off and just talking to people. And now that's like super simple, but you like are so good at just networking internally. Thank you. And um, yeah, I just wanted to give you that encouragement because I'm always just like so impressed. Well, thank you. I will say my confidence in networking specifically within like the office that we're currently in right now mm-hmm. has only been more comfortable since I've met you. Cause I feel like I have like a safety buffer, you know, like mm-hmm. I feel like I have like a home base to like come back to if I like 
start to get like anxious for like you know like meeting new people could be like tricky mm-hmm. so it's like at least I know like oh if I'm like uncomfortable I can go back and like I don't have to sit by myself and like think about it you know yeah. like it's just like a natural like comfort and I will say about the intuition thing I that was that came from a lot of years of like being in the wrong situation and then having to listen to your gut like mm. that just came from different people different experiences throughout like my lifetime that I've had to develop like leaning on the intuition more than not I it's like a tool that anybody would use like the more you unfortunately like practice it or the more you like lean into it or the more you utilize it you'll kind of figure out where it lies but it's something that once you do kind of tap into it you're like well now every decision's almost basically led by your intuition yeah it is it's not not everybody has good intuition it's a skill that's learned 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 either or whatever but (laughs) um yeah the whole listening to your gut it's so freaking nerve-wracking yeah because you're like is this my gut or am I just nauseous or fight or flight like fight or flight fight or flight I don't know I don't know but um learning to trust yourself and um those gut feelings I think is what gets you places you want to be in your career totally and there was I was listening to a podcast this morning I was going to say our own. I, that was not a the, uh, I'm, like, <laughs> listening to ours. Like, like, actually, I gain inspiration from Busy Babes. No, I was listening to this one podcast today, and they were saying, and I'm probably butchering it, but it said, courage is on the other side of try. And I was like... I'm like... Mic drop, but not really, because these are really nice. But, you know... Wow. I was like, huh, mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that. And I Googled it. Wow. I don't think it's an actual quote. I think they just came up with it on the fly, and I was like, wow, that's really nice. Courage is a what is it? It's a courage is on the other side of try. Courage is the on, is on the other side of try. Or it's like courage is found on the other side of try. It was actually it was I was listening to Smartless. I've been like so obsessed with that podcast lately. Oh, you should listen to I should it. Definitely li- I mean, that's so good. I was gonna say that quote from Socrates or something. Like that. No, they just I think they're on uh, Wondery. So I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know, but that is a really good quote. Yeah, it made my heart stop. I was like, D- please don't. Please don't die. (laughs) Anxiety. Where do I, can I fidget with this cord? No, but I do want to take a second and talk about your Europe trip because I think that's worth talking about. And I also want to show off, you know. It's just so dainty and cute. I don't know why it's so little and pretty. You got me this like, I would call this like a friendship bracelet from France. Like so sweet. So sweet. And you have, I mean, it's it's a little bit different. I have an evil eye, which my dad thought was a tattoo. And then I'm going (sighs) to... Oh, oh, the high chair is doing her dirty. <laughs> and then Sydney got me these chocolates. Um, what they're called buttons? Is that mm-hmm. right? They're Cadbury buttons, That's and awesome. they here. I'll, I'll get eczema. <laughs> I thought you said you used to eat these. I did, and I had really bad eczema. Oh my god. <laughs> but anyway, I, I went too much on a tangent. I wanted to talk about Europe. Oh yes. And just, like, the overall experience, because that was really exciting. And that was work-related, too. That was a big career, like, thing. Oh, yeah. No, I felt so fortunate to be there. And it was just such an amazing learning experience for anybody that gets the opportunity to even, like, go and visit as, like, a bystander or a looker or, like, someone who's just going to, like, and like network like see what I was gonna say what the hubbub is about but then I was like well I gotta step back into my 26 year old body and out of my 90 year old body that wants to say hubbub um (laughs) I was like pardon yeah I know (laughs) um but even if like I met a lot of girls there that 
were like just there on like a school trip there was like a group of them and they're like so what do you do and like what do you do for the company and like how did you get here and they were literally going booth to booth to booth asking people like oh what is it you do what is it your company a does school trip like uh, well I mean like college trip but oh, okay. it's still oh, a school trip okay. and okay. it was so smart and then one of the girls at the end like she they left and like 30 seconds later the girl runs back and is like hey can I get your name and add you on LinkedIn and I was like of course, I would love to. Added me. She sent me a professional message. I was like, this is amazing. I'm like, that is like the smartest thing you could possibly do as like a college, like up to coming graduate. It is really smart. I mean, that's kind of, was this in can? Yeah. So if you ever get the opportunity to like, just even like be a bystander or like just see these events unfold, like if there's someone happening in your city, like just go look, like go check it out, go meet some people, go to local hangout spots or like I don't know, just like make friends. It's like the easiest place to network. Everyone's Can is there. Like the ultimate networking spot. So it's like if you have access to Can, you have access to like, I'm like every massive like what media company, it's and yeah, an agency. Crazy. I will say they're all like behind like these like gates though. Like all the activation booths are like in a very secure area because mm. it's like well obviously like you need to keep things on like a, a monitored basis. So even oh, as I'm saying, like if you're going as a bystander, like literally looking in from the outside, just kind of seeing everything take place, like just being in those hot spots where people are and like having those conversations is so important. But it did feel like, and this sounds like silly because it, it felt like one of our events, mm-hmm. but like in the States, because it's like the same people. Like mm-hmm. once you're there, like your mind so quickly forgets like the journey that it took you to get there. And then you're in the moment, you're doing your thing, you're with the people that you're with and you're like, wait a minute, hold on. No, I'm in France. (laughs) Like, that's genuinely what it felt like. It just felt like another event. And then you're like, hold on, reality check. I'm literally on the other side of the world right now. Like, this is so freaking cool. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, when you're, like, in it Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing the late hours and everything, you're like, this isn't France. No, you just don't think about it. You're like, it just, it feels, and one of our coworkers said it best, it feels like a movie set. It really does. Because you Mm -hmm. just, you don't there's no time to like comprehend like you're doing your thing like you're you're so wrapped up in it and it's so exciting and new and you're learning and there's these different responsibilities and then it's like oh my god where am I right yeah it's no that totally makes sense to me I hope that one day that you get to go with uh, like see it and like experience it because it, it just feels like one of our events on steroids it's really really a good opportunity to like also like be closer to the people that you work with day in and day out mm-hmm. it's great it was fun it's that's fun. so great but you went other places after Cannes. Yeah, I went to Monaco for, pleasure. Yeah, Monaco. for a day. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought it was weird, but we went to the aquarium because they have this huge oceanography <laughs> museum and it was beautiful and it's on the side of a cliff. But there's not much to do in Monaco unless you're willing to drop some bills. Oh, well, did you eat anywhere like at the cute cafes or anything like that in Monaco? That's what I think. I'm like, I'm just going to go eat probably. No, you know what? Respectfully, I'm not a huge fan of French food because they they don't really use like a ton of seasoning. And it's more about like the flavor of the meats and like the fish, which to me like the meats. Oh, you're not a carpaccio. Wait, is carpaccio French or is that? um, Italian. Italian. I think it's Italian. Frick. But anyway, it's it's so like their meat is a little more gamey than I prefer and their Mm. fish is a little bit more saltwatery than I prefer. Maybe it's my American palate. So like feel free to diss me. But I and their cheese is their cheese is really good. But they're like it's just it's so fresh and so pure and so flavorful that I think it was a little too much flavor for me. Oh, okay, I can see that. 
Yeah. I remember last year when I went to Paris, I got this pasta mm-hmm. dish, but it had like locks in it, like raw salmon. Like I ordered it with salmon, but I didn't know the salmon was like raw. Yeah, they have. It was, I, I did yeah. it, but I was like, oh. They really are particular about their food, which is great, but sometimes it's like, just for my palate, it was too different. Mm-hmm. in a nice way like I like a lot of salt like I'm like I'm the typical American palate I'm like seasonings I want salt I want flavor and cream but like they do have a lot of cream but not Heavy like the dairy. The, not the cream that's like not salty you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like it's it's just it's very different so I wasn't like really food crazy there I probably didn't eat as much as I should have because I was like I'm okay you did take <laughs> some really cute um food picks I will yes. say yep so it was mostly pasta you did eat. I did. I got cacio e pepe, uh, and then I okay. scraped off e pepe <laughs> because I don't like e pepe. So you had cacio. Wait. I, I'm assuming that's cream. So you had cream. <laughs> cream pasta. <laughs> I don't like cracked pepper. I think it is my palate. I'm the problem. You scraped off the pepper? Yeah. How do you scrape off pepper? Because it was the peppercorns, and I like oh. oh, if I bite into a peppercorn, it is like the end of the world for me. I'm done. I'm out. Flying home. Get <laughs> next flight. Consider it food poisoning at this point. You no, know, but it, so it was good. And then <laughs> I went to England and saw my family after that, and then ate sausage rolls and enough candy and beer and gained the weight back. So <laughs> incredible. It sound. I mean, I feel like you were gone forever. Uh, yeah, I was like at home, laying in my bed, and being like, "When will she return?" I know I when called you. When will my husband return from war? <laughs> I called you one day and I was like, hi, I miss you. And that was it. And then I told you I talked to someone else. You're like, oh. <laughs> and he's so like upset. cutting in and out. I'm like, where are you? Hi. I'm at like, why are you calling me? Oh, yeah. Because I wasn't on Wi-Fi and I was, oh, it was a mess. Oh, my God. It was mm-hmm. so funny. But yeah. But I'm all so in all. Had a great time. It, it, it was great. It, it really helped me focus on like, holy cow, like this. I mean, I always felt like this has been a career journey, but it like really put me in the shoes of like, oh my God, this is like part of my career. Like it just, you know, like versus like a job or like just like the next step. I was like, holy shit, this is a career. Oh yeah. So it kind of got me thinking. So, but yeah, just wanted to put those thoughts out there. Lots going on. There's been lots of, lots of things, lots of progression in career, lots of just events, weddings, travel, since I'm, I'm, I'm talking about since our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. It's been a good time. It's been real. Well, this has been so fun doing it our has. first video like scenario. I don't think we've ever really mm. recorded like this in person. This no. feels very official and professional. Authentic and real. The vid pod. Yeah. The vid pod. Vid pod. TM. <laughs> and that is the sign that it's time to go. Sydney's wrist broken. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.